autism, where affect is the number one tool we use in supporting child development through playful interactions. Welcome. This week we have with us Jeff Gunzel of ICDL, the Interdisciplinary Council on Development and Learning. He's going to be speaking with us about the new therapy center in Livingston, New Jersey. Welcome, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's nice to finally have you on Affect Autism. Just so our listeners know, Jeff made me the parent advocate of ICDL a few years back. And so it's nice to have you on the podcast for the first time. Thank you. It's nice to be here. And it's wonderful to have the, the partnership we have between ICDL and Affect Autism. Absolutely. So for those of you listening, um, the Interdisciplinary Council on Development and Learning was started by Dr. Stanley Greenspan years ago. I guess maybe Jeff should talk more about this than I, but what I want to say is it's the home of DIR floor time, the Developmental Individual Differences Relationship-Based Model. Um, floor time is the intervention that's associated with that. It's what this website, Affect Autism, is all about. And Jeff was brought on as the CEO a few years back. That's where I um, took all of my certificate courses in floor time. And now we've come to the point where ICDL is offering uh, a therapy center. So that's what we're going to discuss today and everything behind that. But first, Jeff, do you want to give a little quick uh, background of what ICDL is and how you got to the point of having a therapy center? Sure. So ICDL as an organization originally founded 30 years ago under a different name that Dr. Greenspan, an organization Dr. Greenspan started. And then over time uh, became ICDL and became the centerpiece for the DIR floor time certificate program. Uh, the organization was really founded around understanding child development, infant and early childhood development, and then where that development can have challenges and how to intervene when those challenges take place. And, and that was part of the development of the DIR theoretical framework, and then ultimately floor time as an intervention, and then as an organization, us training professionals and parents to be able to use floor time in their practices and in their homes. And as a organization, our strategy has been that we train parents, we train professionals, and, and they go out and, and provide the floor time to the, to the children that they're working with or to the community. And we decided a couple years ago to make a, a shift in that strategy, which has been the 30 year long strategy. We decided to make a shift in that strategy to also create the opportunity for ICDL to provide direct therapy services. And we did it because we get so many inquiries internationally for a place for people to go to connect with expert floor time practitioners and to connect with ICDL. And it's also a way, which I can talk about uh, later, but it's also a way to expand our training program because we want this to be a place of learning floor time, experiencing floor time, 
and also caring for children and young adults and even adults as we go, as we grow with um, developmental challenges to help them grow and develop in uh, the best way possible through the DIR floor time framework. Wonderful. And just so our listeners know, Jeff is a licensed professional counselor. So you have, have had years of experience counseling yourself and certainly around child development issues. So it, it's not just a business CEO who was put in to ICDL. Jeff does trainings for ICDL. He's fully immersed in floor time in the DIR model as well. And um, it's certainly wonderful to have someone who has that vested interest in helping children and families in charge of the organization. And now um, the therapy center as well, I believe you are the one in charge. Is that correct? I, I am the one in charge, but we have a program director, a wonderful occupational therapist um, named Courtney St. Germain. And she is an expert floor time practitioner and a wonderful uh, occupational therapist. So she's really the one running the center. Uh, but as the executive director of ICDL, um, I am obviously overseeing what we're doing and actively involved. The center is um, uh, close to where I live and I'm there uh, on a regular basis uh, and a part of the service delivery that's happening uh, as well. Now, I did want to show you, Jeff, that I'm drinking water out of my ICDL glass that you gave me. <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful. Yeah, that, so, that actually came from a, a wine tasting uh, fundraiser that we did a number of years ago. Uh, and because we are a not-for-profit and rely on people's support to do many of the things that that we do. Um, so, so anyway, we appreciate everyone's support to help us do what we do as an organization. Now, just to share for those that are viewing this on YouTube, as opposed to listening, I'm just going to share a couple of pictures right now. I actually visited the ICDL Center in the summer. There's me and Jeff. And uh, let's hope I go the right way here. Yep, there's my son inside the center, having a great time with all the fun therapy equipment that you have. And there he is, he found a fire truck in one of the other smaller rooms. And uh, this is outside and there we are again in the entranceway. <laughs> So it was wonderful uh, that I had a chance to visit the center as well. And I'm going to show the website of the center here. And for those listening, if you go to affectautism.com and just search Livingston, because that's, uh, if you search ICDL, you'll get a whole bunch of things come up because it's probably mentioned in most of the podcasts I do, but this particular floor time therapy at ICDL in Livingston, New Jersey, you can see the website. It's icdl.com and there will be the title therapy at ICDL. This is the website and it gives you some information and background about uh, all of the, I'm trying to say about the way you say it, Jeff. I'm, you know, it's Canadian versus American. About, about. Um, here are all the services offered. 
and the philosophy, which if you've listened to any of my podcasts, you should be aware by now about the philosophy. So I'm just going to have Jeff say it a little bit because you guys hear it from me all the time. Jeff, what makes this therapy center unique and different from other autism intervention facilities? So everything that we do is di- is about DIR. It's a developmental individual difference relationship-based approach to everything we do, whether that is specific floor time therapy, whether it's occupational therapy, whether it's feeding, whether it's psychotherapy, whatever the service is, it is done under the DIR umbrella and from a developmental perspective. So we are working to help promote the child's development from the bottom up. We obviously want skills and things to get better, but we don't look at approaching that process from the top down of just fixing behaviors and fixing things we see on the surface. We want to get that developmental process going of understanding the core capacities that are essential for engaging, relating, communicating, thinking, reasoning, and we develop those core capacities from the bottom up. Uh, And that is, from autism specific, probably the biggest difference in comparison to many centers out there that are much more looking at the behaviors on the surface and managing behaviors, what we refer to from the top down of what's on the surface, and managing what's on the surface. And we look at things from the bottom up where if we can develop those core capacities and the child can successfully engage with others, can successfully communicate and think and reason as they go up this developmental ladder, then behaviors become much easier to manage and uh, deal with because the core capacity for being able to do the things that we want the child or the individual to be able to do are there. Um, so that's the biggest difference. And this, for, for floor time specific, there are many, many therapy centers around the world that use floor time as their therapeutic approach. So in, in comparing to them, this is the same in that we are providing these therapy services from a DIR uh, framework and there's many centers that are out there doing that. The difference for us is as the organization that's the home of DIR and we do all of the uh, trainings and certification for professionals, we have an ability to access some very high level experts and faculty to be a part of this center. The Chief clinical advisor to the center is Dr. Gil Tippy, which I know you had on, I believe, on a podcast uh, previously, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, we have our organization's uh, board president, Dr. Gerard Costa, who is involved in the center. And we have access to expert training leaders around the world to come in and be part of this center. So, we, one of the things that we are providing is intensive floor time sessions where families can come for one to four weeks at a time 
and their family, both the, the parents and the child, and if there's other siblings can even be a part of it, we provide intensive uh, intervention and support for the time that uh, uh, the children are coming. And so far it has worked very, very nicely. And we've seen some really good uh, results out of that process in the short time that we've been open. That's wonderful to hear. And um, a couple of things I wanna cover. First, I want to address any concerns that people have that say, oh, you're, you're a podcast and you're promoting and selling something. So the first thing I wanna say to that is, I was a parent, just like many people who might be listening, whose son had a diagnosis of autism spectrum disorder and I searched around and found BIR floor time. Now, it is what spoke to me. It's what speaks to many of you when you are looking around and see what's out there. Uh, the developmental approach really looks at the child's intrinsic motivation. I didn't care if my son could put a stick through a tube. I didn't care if he could shape a shape sorter or sit at a table with a seatbelt on. Um, and do different tasks. I wanted him to be able to relate and communicate and to think, most importantly. I didn't want him to just be a child who would follow directions, but actually offer his own ideas. And DIR floor time was really the only thing that I found out there that offered that for our family and that actually involved the family as opposed to take my child behind closed door, listen to him scream and cry because you're making him sit at the table with a seatbelt on when he needs to move. His vestibular system is on high drive all the time. So BIR floor time really involves the family and gets the parents in there. It's a parent-mediated intervention. And so I chose this. That is why I made an entire website for this approach to help other parents learn it because it's not what you hear about all the time when you go to physicians a lot of them don't know about it and so um you know instead of having every parent having to dig and search the way i did here if you want to see what we found most helpful and if you agree with it this is the website that's there now i happen to get trained and do um, up to an advanced certificate in dir floor time which most parents don't do and you certainly don't need to but I wanted to have that level of authority to do a website um, where I could recommend this to other parents. And so as that, um, with that role of having to train with ICDL, that is why I personally endorse ICDL and they made me a parent advocate because this affect autism site reaches out directly to parents. And so, um, of course, I'm going to promote the services offered by ICDL because I really believe in this approach. So I wanted to give that disclaimer because I know I am as skeptical as other people out there that look around and say, oh, what are they trying to sell me? <laughs> they found out I have an autistic child. What are they trying to sell me? And I don't want to sell anything to anybody that they don't feel is helpful to them. I am just sharing what I found to be extremely, extremely helpful for my family and for our son, uh, who, Jeff, you now met him. <laughs> yep, and, yep. Um, you did Wonder, wonderful him. boy. 
didn't meet him before, but you've seen him now and you've seen, you've heard me discuss his progression through those early developmental capacities that the DIR model discusses. He's moving through them like, uh, you know, like, like a train chugging down the tracks. He loves choo-choo trains. So um, what's interesting to me is that um, you can get into a model like this and not really know what to expect, but to have the guidance of experts. Because I know there are lots of people trained in Florida. There are lots of great therapists trained in all kinds of different professions that all have one goal in mind, to help our children. Of course, they're all doing wonderful jobs. But for me, I found it so, so, so important to find experts, the ones who have years of experience, the ones who know this model inside and out. That's why we've worked with Maud LaRue. She has years of experience. That's why we've worked with Dr. Gil Tippy, who you mentioned. I've had him on a number of podcasts on autism. That's why I interview all of your DIR expert training leaders, Jeff, and certainly I haven't gotten through all of them yet, but I've gotten through a bunch of them. Because these are the people that really know this model and may have seen the progress that kids make through this approach. So I really like the idea of ICDL finally having a therapy center as well, where all of this expertise is there. Because you can, you can get bits and pieces, but to go right to the experts is a really powerful thing. And I think that's why you get um, a lot of international attention, because I... I get emails from parents all around the world who say, you know, we really have nothing here. We don't have anything for our children. We don't have support. I want to come, but they don't live here. So you offering these intensives as um, the total approach does as well. It, and there are different, you know, there might be different pieces. I know there's the Star Institute in Denver, um, but they're not everywhere. So for someone to come and be able to spend a good chunk of time. And I think you mentioned, uh, did you say one to four weeks? So for the intensives, it's one to four weeks. We can do just about anything. Um, uh, but yes, for the intensive, that's the way we think about it is one to four weeks. Can I go back to two, two sure. comments? Um, one about your personal commitment to this and also want to reflect on that from my standpoint. I, I've been a therapist for um, nearly 30 years at this point, and I've worked in a lot of different programs and used different models. I, for the most part, always worked from a client-centered relationship-based perspective. That's been the foundation of the way I've approached my work. So I, that fits in with floor time so nicely just to begin with. But as a, I have three children of my own and, um, and as a therapist doing the work that I've done for all these years, I have absolutely fallen in love with floor time. I, it is incredibly powerful and incredibly respectful and loving. It is a wonderful combination of, in many ways, doing what we want to do as parents with our kids which is to have that joyful, loving interaction, and at the same time, promoting their development and helping them be able to manage the world themselves and not just act the way that we or the world think they should act. And I, it's important that 
um, children are able to understand the social norms and all of those things. But when they get, get that from much more the inside out, when they want to engage with others, when they want to be in those interactions, it is so much more meaningful. And I've just watched so many um, families in contact with ICDL do so well in their therapeutic process at other centers and places like you're mentioning with uh, the Total Approach and the Star Center that you mentioned, both in different ways, DIR is a part of what they do. Uh, and there's centers all over the world that, that do this work. I was just in the country of Turkey uh, earlier this week, and um, we have wonderful people there, wonderful centers there doing wonderful work. Yet we will have a parent um, that will be coming for an intensive next month. Uh, and we'll be spending with uh, the two parents and their child, will be spending a week with us um, to help get them uh, going with all of this. And another service that we do provide is virtual coaching for parents. And where I think this really can help, besides the floor time coaching specifically, but in a parent like, and, and I don't know your uh, how you think about this, Daria, but in a parent in your situation when you were early on trying to find help and figure this all out, many times parents are very alone, swimming upstream, especially if they don't agree with the models that are being presented to them, and many times they're behavioral models. And what we can do in that coaching process is provide some uh, guidance and some reflection on how to use floor time. Uh, you don't have to come for a full intensive, but you can start to explore how floor time can work between you and your child and get some, some support. We also are doing it in situations where there's floor time practitioners that are available for your child, but may not be trained at the level of doing the parent coaching or at an expert level. And it can give you an opportunity to have the floor time services locally, which we will coordinate with and work with, but then having a, you know, a top expert, a part of your team and supporting you and providing that, that coaching. So I think that's a wonderful additional service for people around the world outside of the uh, intensive floor time uh, programming. That's great that you brought that up because not everybody will want to come for a week or more. It's, it's quite an expense to fly overseas and to have a place to stay and all of that. So um, it, it's, there's a variety of services. And again, the website, which I will link to at the blog at affectautism.com, look under, um, what's it going to be? Uh, it, will it be January still or February when I post this? I believe it will be Fe Monday, February 3rd blog post at, at affectautism.com. And you can link to it and look through all of the different services that Jeff's been discussing. Um, I like the part that you brought up about coaching the parents because really when you come to an intensive, a lot of people might think, oh, you know, they're going to do something to 
help my child do something that they're currently not able to do. And it's more of a process whereby through relationships and play, you're getting the family ready to interact in different ways so that the child is more motivated to interact with you and relate with you and communicate with you. So that's a process that goes very differently depending on the family. Even just in uh, the ICDL parent support group that I facilitate every other week, I get parents coming in and they're all different backgrounds of experience with the floor time approach. Uh, some are brand new, don't know much about it. Some have been doing it for a few years. And then you have parents that come, a mother and a father who are on the same page. You might have other parents that come, the mother and the father are on different pages. You might have families that come where the grandparents are the caretakers or they have other siblings. And that's the other thing about floor time is it's such a family approach and it's individualized to each family. So going to a center like the ICDL Therapy Center in Livingston will give the family an opportunity to, whether it's through the intensive where you're spending a few days there and spending time learning about the model and being coached in the model and being coached in interactions or virtually doing so by sharing videos of you playing with your child and getting feedback from the expert coaches and guidance on how to move forward. It's such a rewarding experience because as I mentioned before, so often the parents almost feel isolated. You're, you're bringing your child to some therapy place, dropping them off for their hour appointment, picking them up, and you don't even necessarily know what went on. Um, or they, they give you a sort of debriefing, oh, the child did this, did this, try and do this. But it's not as hands-on, I find, as the floor-time coaching where you really start to understand and sometimes it takes parents many months to get to that place. I know for me, I was very directive. Uh, if I look at all the videos of my child for two years, I'm teaching, 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 telling them what to do. Look at this, do this, do this. And I wasn't giving him the chance to interact with me because that's the way my style was. So I, I do you have anything to say about uh, that kind of experience that you've seen with so many different families? So uh, I, I do think that that support um, is essential to have people that understand how this developmental perspective works uh, because there's so much that goes into it and it really is looking at things quite differently than a lot of times even as parents we look at and the professionals. So the learning, for example, we often think of our playful interactions as a time to teach things and to teach skills and to teach letters and to teach numbers. And one of the things that we look at is how is that play time, that interaction, <clears throat> excuse me, really helping develop the core capacities to be able to learn. And if we develop those core capacities to be able to learn, then learning becomes much easier. And, but sometimes our own teaching as a parent and it's with good intent and we're doing good things most of the time, but sometimes it actually can get in the way of allowing the child to figure out their themselves and to figure out how to interact with the world in their own way. And so we help parents find that balance and be able to support 
uh, their child in that developmental uh, process. And there was something else that you said that I was going to comment on, and I'm I'm forgetting what it was. But well, maybe this will help remind you. I think having you as a licensed professional counselor there is also helpful because another, uh, well, maybe the core component of DIR, which we maybe haven't brought up yet, is the emotional world of the child. And that, it really is the key into that child's world is through those emotional experiences. So we talk about finding what the child is interested in because that's their emotional life. Like if they, if their eyes light up and they're just so into something, that's when you can really get those interactions and in a playful uh, relationship with your child. And sometimes it will take parents a while to get to that place where they're also comfortable because a lot of times we're so uncomfortable with especially negative emotions and a lot of our children have tantrums and I know I was a mother who who was absolutely horrified and terrified if my son started crying oh sweetie I just want to make it all better right away and learning how to uh, harness the positive emotion as opposed to no no it's okay it's okay and sort of directing the child not to feel negatively <laughs> is another big component um, and, and again a lot of these things psychologist dr gordon newfeld says a lot of these types of traditions of relationship and and the city the what is it, it takes a village to raise a child this was all part of culture and the way humans were raised and brought up and we've kind of lost that now as families separate and we're in different cities and both parents are working and a lot of this other progress that our society has has gone through has taken away a lot of rituals that would bring families and relationships together like having meals together uh, not having our electronical devices with us all the time so a lot of the stuff that we just typically do today is actually not really that helpful for our children with developmental differences and floor time and and EIR model where you're looking at the child's development you're looking at their individual differences you're using that relationship to harness their emotional world it is a learning process because what you what would have been natural has become now not natural because of the way our society operates. I don't yep. know if that reminded you of what you were going to yeah, say. No, it, it did. So the one of the things that you talked about in regards to parents being involved in the therapeutic process, it is the great exception in our center for the parent not to be in the therapy session with the child. So this is about providing the therapy. So if the child's getting occupational therapy, the occupational therapist and the parent are together in the therapy session. And there's, besides what we're addressing in the needs for the occupational therapy, which are being addressed, we're also creating opportunity to explore that interaction between the parent and the child and help enrich that interaction. And sometimes we have found that we're creating key time periods where the child and parent are interacting without a screen or a device 
mitigating that interaction. And we help uh, find ways to create joy in that interaction and create that connection between the parent and the child and then use that connection, which I'm not saying it's not there because that connection is generally always there. It's just a matter of creating it in a way that doesn't have necessarily the devices involved and even the way we play with the toys that it's much more about the parent and the child than just the parent and child playing with the toy. Because a lot of times when we play with our kids, it's both of us playing with the toy and directing our, I'll say, energy towards the toy. And we do a lot more that the toy is just there to help create and enrich that energy between the parent and the child. And then how does that energy promote the development? How do we help the child to be able to climb that developmental ladder? So everything we do has the parent involved or just about everything. There can be some exceptions uh, depending on the situation, but for the most part, the parent or parents or grand, grandma, granddad, uh, aunts, uncles, whoever's involved, um, we have extended family bringing children as well and that are a part of being the caretakers. And we very much support the idea of a child and family team, those natural and even informal supports that are actively involved in the child's life. We welcome to be a part of the support and, and therapeutic uh, process. In regards to your comment about the emotional aspects of floor time, the floor time process that's carried out through, with all of our therapists, whether they're mental health therapists or occupational therapists, speech therapists, that's all a part of what we're doing. But we do take special care of both the parents and the child from an emotional um, standpoint. And in our short time open as a center, we just opened late in 2019, we have seen how important it is, and I've known this as a clinician uh, for a long, long time, but how important it is to support the parents in their own personal journey through this as well, and to provide that emotional support. So part of the floor time intensives, if that's the route that a parent goes, includes more of a, a counseling parents, coaching parents support uh, process for the parents uh, is separate from the child. And we'll do the floor time coaching about how you help your child in their developmental capacities, but it's also some counseling and support for you as the parent on how you manage all this, how you deal with all of your own emotional aspects that are associated with um, uh, raising a child with challenges, because it is not easy. And there's joy to be there found, and there's joy to be had in those interactions, uh, but there's also emotional challenges sometimes can get in the way. And we try to help parents sort through that and um, make that journey as positive and joyful as it possibly can be. And I really like the examples that are provided on the ICDL website under the Functional Emotional Developmental Capacities. There's a web page for each of the six early capacities, and it gives two case examples of the way parents were interacting and what impact that was having on the child and how coaching 
steered that direction a little bit to get those interactions because I think sometimes parents feel very lost when their child gets a diagnosis and their child has behaviors that are not uh, not natural to them and they don't know how to interact with their child and their child starts to go into their own world and the parents sort of don't know what to do. And I think floor time, and at least my husband said this, he said, it really showed him how to actually get that connection with his child and actually have fun playing with him because he sort of didn't know what to do. Like, oh, I'll let my wife do it because she loves babies and she's good playing with, with him. And, and, you know, my husband is not the little sing song like, oh, sweetie, look at this, you know, like that kindergarten teacher stereotype of interacting with a young child is just not him. So as an introverted father who really was looking forward to having a son and playing games and then not really knowing how to do that, floor time really taught him how to have fun and really, you know, get those, um, get those interactions going where they could use anticipation and, and use all these different floor times it, uh, techniques to, as, as he says, sort of tease out that emotion out of your child in a playful way where you get those giggles and you see that gleam in the eye and it just warms your heart so much to see your child laughing and having so much fun with you. So I think that's the process that the, the coaching provides, whether again, whether it's virtual or whether it's in the center for appointments or whether it's an intensive where you're there for a period of time devoted just to that, which, which I like if families are able to, it is good to sort of put your headspace in that and just stay there for a week and really focus on it and then you know try and take that home and then get some follow-up to see how it's going um, as opposed to some therapies would say oh you need 40 hours a week of of this intense therapy this is more let's show you how to interact with your child and play in a different way and as this website says floor time anywhere all the time or um however it's worded yep. um is this it all the, all the time and everywhere is probably what it says yeah and and i've done podcasts um whoops what's going on with my nose here just above that <laughs> um i think right there every day floor time floor time all the time and everywhere and i've i've done a couple of podcasts about this how you know, it's, and, and I've mentioned it in, in many other podcasts, it's just about how you're interacting with your child all the time, how, how you do dinner, how you do bath time, how you get ready in the morning, how you drive to school. I have one podcast that's just called Floor Time in the Car, and it's in my son driving, there's a video of us. <laughs> so um, actually, I, I will put a link some floor time examples in this podcast blog post for those of you listening that want to check it out at affectautism.com and also a link to that ICDL website that has the functional emotional developmental capacities with some case examples and it's wonderful to see that because parents may not think of something until they see it and they say oh that's what I do oh okay that's like oh that's like my child oh, this one is more like my child. And then you have examples and then you can relate to it a bit, a bit better and get some tips on how to move forward and really 
make parenting joyful instead of stressful and full of worry for the future. Yeah, I think that's so much of what we do. We talk about the services for the child and the support and the therapy for the child. And that's central. And as a parent, that's my main focus is my kids. Uh, I always think of myself second um, or maybe farther down the list, but definitely secondary to my kids and their well-being. Uh, but to be um, able to navigate all of this as a parent, um, there's so many things that you get told by different professionals and teachers and what you should do and how you should do it. There's a lot to figure out. And there's so many questions that we all have. Um, but when you have a child with developmental challenges, the level of questions go up so high and the uncertainty and, and getting that time to uh, sort through it for yourself and to figure some of these things out, I think is so, so important. And on a more specific note with fathers, with dads, uh, I have a particular interest in helping dads figure out that process, which is part of the reason we had Robert Nasef at our last conference speaking, who is a father and, and psychologist uh, and has done a lot of work in this area because what you described your um, uh, husband went through is so similar to the story of many fathers of not knowing what to do, in particular how to play and helping them become very active fathers in their child's life. The more that each child has time with whoever it is, and it could be mom, could be dad, could be grandma, but with secured attached relationships that can help promote that development. It's, and it could be nannies and caregivers, it can be others as well, but those types of relationships that are really gonna um, be foundational to the child's development makes such a difference. So if we can empower those relationships, if we can, back to the dads, empower that dad to be able to make the most out of that interaction, everyone's better for it. Dad's better for it, child's better for it, family's better for it, makes for a happier uh, relationship between partners that you're both able to um, find joy in the interaction because there's plenty of stress to go around. And there's plenty of stress between parents um, when you are dealing with different systems and schools and therapy centers and insurance and payments. And like there's plenty of stress to go around if we can help parents figure out how to find that joy on a consistent basis and help their child at the same time. It really can help bring partners together uh, as well. So and, and help fathers figure out how to do this, this whole thing, um, which may be a little different than they thought it was going to be uh, from the beginning. And I did a wonderful podcast with Dr. Robert Nassif a few months ago, I think it was, so I'll put a link to that as well. Um, if anyone is interested in looking into this further, just link to the ICDL website, look at therapy at ICDL, and I will leave any issues of insurance and coverage and things like that to listeners to pursue themselves because you might be listening from Canada, the United States, every state is different. Canada is different, every other country is different. So 
you could feel free to email ICBL about that. The contact information is there. You can always write a comment at the bottom of the blog post here. I want to thank you, Jeff, for spending the time with us. I know you're very busy as the executive director and, and getting everything up and going and running ICBL at the same time. So thank you for enlightening us about this new service and these new services offered. And is there anything else you wanted to mention before we part ways? I want to thank you for all you've done with Affect Autism. I, for this type of approach to work, families need the support and information. And so much is out there on the, on the internet, but so much is very confusing in my humble opinion. And I think you've brought together the information so nicely on affect autism and really help I, us as an organization, ICDL, to be able to provide and have information for parents. Uh, and I'm just thrilled with all that you've done. And thank you so much for your partnership with, with us and look forward to that continuing. Wow, well, thank you so much, Jeff. <laughs> And uh, if, if anyone uh, is listening, again, just go to affectautism.com. Uh, the post will be February 3rd, 2020. Oh, 2020. How do we say that now? <laughs> 2020. And there will be links to everything we discussed today. And if you have any information, you can always contact either Jeff or me at our contact information at our websites. Thank you and tune in again soon. Until next time, here's to affecting autism through play.